We're holding in Perak Lamed Aleph, on page Mem Lamed Aleph, by the words Vezois Tia Avidasai. We're learning about the way out of Timtum Alev, which was started in Perak Chavtes. If a person has a blockage, that his machshavas, his thoughts of Ahavas Hashem and Yiras Hashem are not inspiring his heart, because his heart is blocked. So we had a whole system how to break down the klipas and gasas and the gaiva of the guf by breaking down the guf through recognizing its true state and its lowness. And the Tanya said that we shouldn't be worried that that breakdown is going to bring to a sadness and atzvus because the end of the, the end of the road is a simcha, and that's where that's what we're middle learning about. We're middle learning about the simcha that comes after this atzvus, and the simcha comes from the fact that. Inasmuch as the goof is low, and inasmuch as the goof is capable and possible to do averis and to have tivus for low things, and he's not finding his yetahar the way that he should be, all of that creates a golus on the nevishalakis. Means mitzad the goof, the goof has this lowness, and this lowness creates a golus for the nevishalakis, but that's this, the source of the simcha itself, because because the nefesh alakis is in such a low gallus, every time it leaves that gallus and fights its way out and it reattaches itself to Hashem, that's an unbelievable simcha. And that's where we're holding that a person should, the Tanya says that a person should put his avoida, his whole life, into this form of tshuva, this form of return to Hashem through doing Torah mitzvahs, and it should be a, an unbelievable simcha because it's the simcha of a captive returning from its captivity to its fa- to 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 the to its father the king means the child of a king was stuck in a low captive place and it was like in a prison a prison cell grinding a grindstone like the lowest possible place for a prince or a child of a king to be and the prince gets freed and gets reunited with his father the king it's an unbelievable simcha and that's the simcha that he has every time he leaves the lowness of the guf and reattaches himself to Hashem by doing a mitzvah and by learning Torah, by being Mekayim, Torah, and mitzvahs. And the Tanya says, what am I going to do, though, that the guf is still in that low state? We can't forget about the fact that we just broke down the guf and we just identified the guf as, as this terrible, low, sinning, capable of sin, baltaiva, and all the things that we named the guf that the goof still remains in that state, and a nefesh Bahamas, a, a benini, identifies himself with his nefesh Bahamas. So, so I'm still identified and stuck with that identity. Says the Tanya, don't worry about it, because the nefesh alakis has this wonderful simcha of leaving the captivity of the nefesh Bahamas and connecting itself to Hashem. And it's true that the that the Guf and the Nefesh Bahama still carries with it this depression of being in this low state, but a, but a person should focus on the Simcha of the Nefesh Alakis and not get bogged down by the depression and the sadness that's associated with the Nefesh Bahamas. And he shouldn't be Ma'arvev, he shouldn't mix and, and dilute the Simcha of the Nefesh Alakis with the Atzvah that comes along with the Nefesh Bahamas. Zok the Tanya, that that's what happened by Yitzhiya Mitzrayim. Because it's a very big kasha. Why did it have to be by Yitzhiya Mitzrayim that 
Paroi was told that Klal Yisrael is going to go for three days. If at, after all the Makas, when they were holding by Makas B'chayrus, at, at the end of the system, if at that moment they would have said, listen, we're leaving for good, then Paroi would have had to let them out for good. So why did it have to be this trick that he told them that we're going to leave for three days and then they had to run away? It's Kilu, they ran away from Mitzrayim. They weren't even completely freed from Mitzrayim. They ran away from Mitzrayim. Why did it have to be that way? So Ketani, the answer is because it was, it was a demonstration of what was going on Baruchnius. They weren't completely freed from the Tumah of Mitzrayim and the Tumah that was associated with their Guf and the Nevesha Bahamas and the low state that they were in when they were in Gullus, they weren't completely freed of that till they were completely purified by Mount Torah. When it says that it was Paskazu Amas and all of the Tumah that was possible to be connected to them went off by Mount Torah. But until then, they were still stuck in the Tumah of Mitzrayim. So they were in this state of the Nevesha Bahamas, the, the Tumah of Mitzrayim, and the Nevesha Bahamas was bogging them down. And what they did is, they made a, a, a run, an escape. They, they ran out, and they had to escape from there to show that when a person is stuck in that tumah, the way to go out is not necessarily to wait till things are purified. They can't just like wait till the Nevesha Bahamas works itself out and, and, and fixes up all of its problems and desires and straightens itself out. You can't wait for that. You have to take the Nevesha kiss and just run away and escape and attach itself to Torah Mitzvah. So that's what the Yidin did it when they left Mitzrayim. They escaped from Mitzrayim and they ran away because they were still bogged down by the Nefesh of Bahamas, but they just escaped it, and they ran away, running out towards Hashem. Which which the contrast of that is, that when Mashiach comes, it says, We're not going to run out of Golis when Mashiach comes, because by then, it's going to be, a, the purification is going to be complete. By the time Mashiach comes, the purification that we're working on now, is Taka going to be complete, and we won't have to run away and escape, because the Oilam Hazah and the Nefesh of Bahamas will be fully worked out.